worship. But give, amen, Blake, your time and attention, your heart. Let him help us tonight. Somebody say praise the Lord. It's my favorite saying when I get up here and talk. I don't say it too much, but. Well, 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 well. Um, when Brother Morell called me yesterday and, and, um, and asked me if I could say something tonight, I had a thousand thoughts rolling through my head. I did not, not know what I was even going to talk about. There was a bunch of thoughts. But it really all came back to one thing. And I really think my title probably will be better than my little message. Uh, sounds pretty good. Probably when I say my title, y'all probably going to start running the aisles. So uh, I think that'd be okay. <laughs> right, Pastor? <laughs> uh, all right, well, we're going to go ahead and get started. He said 10 to 12 minutes, and honestly... 10 or 12 minutes will probably be my longest message. So we'll just see what the Lord has in store tonight. All right, so the title of my message tonight is There is a Plan Through the Pain. There you go. There you go. There is a plan through the pain. All right, we always hear, you know, the Bible, the Bible always says, and we always hear it a lot, that it says that it rains on the just and the unjust. We hear that, that verse a lot, but tend not to really remember it when we suddenly go through the rain. We think that when we go through calamity and trials, that they are undeserving and meaningless. We almost every time wonder why this trial is even on my shoulders. Why do I even have to go through this trial? We always, always wonder it. Always wonder Lord, if you love me, why am I going through this? But your faith hasn't wavered because the newness and freshness of a trial that you have found yourself in. And all of a sudden, a boldness comes over you and you know that you're going to win. You know, when you first realize that, Lord, I'm going through a trial right now. I'm going through a rough patch in my life. You know, it's really easy to say I'm going to overcome. It's really easy to say I'm going to win. Really easy. So all of a sudden, a, a boldness comes over you, and you know for a fact you're going to overcome. You know for a fact you're going to win. So you try not to even think about it. And over time, you still, you still find yourself in the storm that you thought by now you would have been out of. And at this point, it's getting hard to even trust God. And you think, Lord, uh, Lord. You know, my life was going so smoothly before I even got in this trial. Why am I even facing this, Lord? Everything was going so great. Everything was going so great. I mean, I was praying like I needed, like I needed to. I was worshiping. I was attending church like I needed to. But all of a sudden, you just find yourself in that trial. We look at Job. We hear a lot about Job in the Bible. He was blameless and upright, one who feared God. In chapter 1 of Job, it talks about how God blessed Job. He had seven sons, three daughters, a large herd of sheep, camels, oxen, and a lot of servants. He had a lot of servants. He was the greatest of all the people in the east. Job would get up early in the morning and offer burnt offerings for each of his children, just in case they had sinned against God. Then, then the unexpected news comes to Job. 
that all of his oxen, all of his donkeys were killed along with his servants. Then the news worsens. You know, we think, what could actually happen next? But the news actually worsens for Job. In verse 16, another messenger comes and says, um, the fire of God had fallen and destroyed all of his sheep and the servants with him. So no, by, by now, Job's thinking, Lord, what could actually happen next? You know, all my, all my herd had died. My servants died. And Lord, now there's, you know, the, you had sent fire down and destroyed all my sheep. And all my servants with them. And then another messenger comes. Says that the Chaldeans have raided the camel herd and taken them all that all and killed the servants. So by now Job is broken. Job is absolutely broken at this point. He's done lost all of his animals. He's done lost a majority right now of his servants, if not all of them. And then another messenger comes and told Job that all of his children had been killed when their house had collapsed on them. So right now, Job is at the lowest point of his life. And by now, Job is thinking, there's absolutely nothing else that could actually happen this bad. Lord, I mean, you, you brought me through this. You know, why am I going through this? My, all, my family is dead. All the things that I have actually worked hard for they are now taken away from me. All that Job had ever worked for is taken away in just one day. All this happened in just one day. Job was broken. Job had nothing left physically in his life. Everything that he had ever worked for had now been taken. Sometimes the things we pray for, work for sacrifice, I mean, it, it can all be taken from us. The things we pray hard for, the things we fast for, the things we work for physically, at any moment, it, it can all be taken from us. We can feel broken. We can feel empty, lost, wondering why, Lord, just how Job had felt in this very single day. You know, we can feel that same way, feel broken, feel lost and empty, wondering why, Lord, why me? Lord, I am living and serving you the best I can. What did I do to deserve this? We always wonder why we go through a storm. We always think it's undeserving. We always think it's meaningless. You know, a storm that we could face, we never see the good that could actually come out of a trial. We never see that. We always think, why, Lord? Why me? Why my family? Why take my whole family away from me? Why take everything that I had ever worked for away from me? Now everything I have is, is gone. Lord, I have nothing. God knew that Job would never curse him. He knew Job was a perfect and upright man. God knew that when Job was going to have all, the, all of his possessions taken away, that Job would never quit trusting in him. God had a lot of faith. He knew that Job would never curse him. He knew that Job would never, would never go against God. He knew that Job was a perfect and upright man. So God knows how strong you are tonight. God knows how strong you are. He will never put more on us than we can bear. The Bible says that in Corinthians. That he will never put more on us than we can bear. 
And I'm pretty sure Job thought probably that was more than he could bear in that moment, in that one single day. God wanted, this is what I feel tonight, God wanted to prove to Satan of how much Job really loved him. Satan really didn't know how much Job loved God, even though, even though God was telling Satan how Job was a perfect man. He would never curse me, no matter what, no matter what would actually happen to Job. You know, the, Satan really never knew how perfect Job was and how much he loved God. I believe God wanted to rub it in Satan's face to let him know not to ever mess with his anointed. There's something about anointed people. That when Satan tries to fight, he knows he can't overcome. He knows he can't win. But he does it anyway. God allows certain things to, to happen to us in our lives just to prove to Satan. I feel like sometimes that he knows he can't come against us. He knows he can't. Now, if you would, slip up your hands with me. And uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm done right here, Pastor. But... Um, but if you would, just raise your hands with me tonight. And I just want us to really ponder for a moment, you know, the things that we had faced this past year in 2019. I want us to think about all God has done for us. I want us to think about all the trials that we faced. God has never left our side, no matter how dim and dark it, it got. God never left our side. But here in 2020, in this new year coming up, God wants to let Satan know that we are not going to stop trusting in the Lord. We are going to keep trusting in Him no matter what situation comes our way. Hallelujah. Let's thank, let's thank the Lord for the trials that we face. I know sometimes it's hard. But God allows certain things to happen to us in our lives. We, we think it's meaningless and we think it's pointless to even face a trial but our God knows why we're facing it come on somebody if you would just ponder for a moment about all that the Lord has done for you in 2019 and all the trials that he brought you through and all the times that you kept trusting in the Lord no matter how hard your situation got Hallelujah. We're going to go into 2020 with a new mindset, with a new perspective to always trust in the Lord no matter what situation we face. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Let's just worship Him for a moment. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for the trials. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the things that we had to go through in 2019. Lord, we thank you, Lord. God, I'm still going to trust in you no matter what situation comes my way. I'm still going to worship you. I'm still going to live for you the best I can. Hallelujah, we worship you, Lord. What a hand clap of praise for what we've just heard. There is a plan. There is a plan. God has a plan throughout all the pain. Hallelujah. The Bible says in all things give him praise. Maybe not necessarily for all things we give him praise, but in all things we give him praise. The key to being successful, amen, uh, being able to look back over a 
10 year, 20 year, 30, 40, 50 year, amen, walk with God, amen, is learning to praise God through it all. We're going to turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 9. And I know you're looking at the clock. You're saying it's 1125. We're going to be praying when the new year comes in. Amen. Then we're going to go watch some fireworks. Well, don't want anybody to leave and go home after the fireworks. We got plenty of appetizers and desserts and, amen, and stuff in the fellowship hall. We want you to, most of you don't have to work tomorrow. If you do have to work and you do have to go, we certainly understand that. Amen. But most, uh, most of you don't have to work tomorrow. So you just hang out a little while after church. Amen. Enjoy one another's company. Amen. Uh, eating some snacks and and and, and uh, desserts and whatever appetizers, hors d'oeuvres, <laughs> hors d'oeuvres. She ain't even looking at me. Hors d'oeuvres. All right, you get your slogan in, sir. All right, let's tell us what it is. Okay. All right. Our mission is possible with God's 2020 vision. The other one. Woo, hallelujah. That's a whole book. <laughs> That's a whole chapter. Hallelujah. I had, I had several men, amen, well, several people tell me that some of the men in the church had a slogan. Amen. You know what their slogan is? Trump in 2020. <laughs> so you know what side of the amen the political arena they're on tonight praise God hallelujah Trump in 2020 that won't work for us praise God here at the house of God hallelujah maybe in America amen but not here at the church house praise God hallelujah 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 24 very familiar setting of scripture amen 24 through 26 Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run, so run, so run, that you may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is tempered in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we do it, but we an incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as uncertainty, uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you just a little while tonight on striving, striving for the mastery. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can you say that with me tonight? Striving for the mastery. Praise God. You can be seated tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. The word mastery here tonight, praise God, in our title, amen, simply means self-control. Striving for self-control. Amen. The word mastery means victory in a struggle or victory in a competition. Amen. Mastery means, amen, having the upper hand. Amen. And eventually becoming an expert. Praise God. So, hallelujah. Amen. Paul is telling us here, amen, that they, amen, every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Hallelujah. He's talking about carnal men. Amen. But we're talking about spiritual men tonight, striving for the mastery. Hallelujah. The word strive means, amen, to put forth a great effort. 
amen, or to try very hard, hallelujah, to put forth a great effort or to try something, amen, very hard, hallelujah. Amen. You and I both know tonight, amen, uh, that to be a top competitor in any sports today, amen, it takes a lot of training, amen, and training is not something you just do one time, Amen. And then you just forget about your training. Hallelujah. But if you're going to be on the top, amen, of any uh, of any sporting event, praise God, you got to be trained. Amen. And then you got to have continuous training. Amen. To have the victory that you want. Amen. And to, amen, to have regular victories coming. Amen. In, uh, amen, whether you're on a team or whether you're an individual. Amen. And you're competing in some type of sport. Amen. You got to train and then you got to continually train. Amen. To keep those victories piling up. And amen, whether it's you or your team. Hallelujah. Amen. Paul is using a competitive sport here tonight. Amen. As an example for us, amen, hallelujah, to, to follow in our walk with God. He's using a competitive sports, amen, to, amen, leave us with an example, amen, that we should walk in, praise God. Hallelujah. If you want victory tonight, amen, and if I want victory tonight, amen, if we want control, amen, if we want the upper hand in our battles, hallelujah, Amen. That we need to realize tonight that we've got to put forth, amen, a great effort tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. We're not going to have victory. We're not going to have control. Amen. We're never going to have the upper hand unless we try. Amen. Unless we put forth a great effort. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Verse 24 says, they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. Amen. We need to understand tonight that there's one winner in the race. Hallelujah. Amen. So when Paul tells us that there's one winner in the race, amen, he's simply compelling us. Run. Amen. So run. Amen. That you may obtain and that, amen, you may win this race. Hallelujah. Amen. Run. Amen. Uh, Paul is saying, put forth a great effort to win that race. Hallelujah. Run. Try very hard to win the race. Hallelujah. Amen. They run. Speaking of the natural competitors in the world, they run to win a corruptible crown. Hallelujah. They run to win a corruptible crown. Amen. But we are running to win an incorruptible crown. Hallelujah. Amen. Paul lets us know that one runner is going to win that race. Hallelujah. One individual runner is going to win that race. One runner is going to take the prize home. Hallelujah. Amen. Is going to get the gold medal or whatever it is that is the a prize at the end of the race. One runner is going to win the prize. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, I'm here tonight to tell you that one church... Hallelujah, it's going to take home the prize. Hallelujah. Amen. Not the corruptible crown, not the corruptible prize. Amen. But one church is going to take home, uh, amen, that incorruptible crown tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. One church that is made up, amen, of many people. Hallelujah. Of many bodies tonight. I'm not talking about this one church that we're in tonight. Amen. In particular, hallelujah, we are in a congregation, hallelujah, that is a part of, uh, amen, many congregations, hallelujah, that make up the body of Christ tonight, hallelujah. So, uh, amen, uh, the church is made up of many, amen, but we also need to realize tonight 
that this church is made up of many. Not as many as we would like for it to be. There's not as many here tonight as we'd like for there to be. Hallelujah. But amen. There are many parts to this church. There's many people in this church. Hallelujah. Amen. So this church is made up of many. But we're one. Amen. Brother Noah, I believe it was, mentioned the unity. Amen. That is coming into the church. The unity that he feels in the church and in the youth group. Hallelujah. That is wonderful. Amen. That even, amen, young people can feel unity in the house of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Why is it important to them? Because they need to know, hallelujah, that a church unified, amen, is a church that cannot be defeated, amen, by their enemies. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. There's victories for us to win in 2020. Amen. They're out there. Amen. There's victories for us to win in 2020. Amen. Victories that will be easier, amen, for this church to obtain if everybody, amen, that is a part of this church, amen, will make up their minds tonight, amen, I am going, amen, to strive for the mastery. I'm going to strive for the mastery this year more than I did last year. Hallelujah. I'm going to put more effort, amen, into getting to church, into getting in the prayer room, amen, into getting, amen, to pre-service prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to strive for the mastery, amen, more in 2020 than I did in 2019. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's all say this together tonight. I'm going to put forth a greater effort. So that I can have the upper hand in every battle that I fight in the year 2020 and beyond. Hallelujah. Do we really mean that tonight? Hallelujah. Amen. Are we really, amen, sitting here tonight, amen, confessing that we have a made up mind? Amen. I hope that we are tonight. I hope that we're not just playing a little religious game here tonight. Hallelujah. But I hope that you got your mind made up to put more into serving God next year than you did this year. Verse 26 says, I therefore run not as uncertainly, which means to me not with any doubt. Hallelujah. I therefore run Amen. My race without doubt in my heart. Hallelujah. I intend to run this race. Amen. Without any doubt in my heart tonight. Hallelujah. There are folks that are sitting here tonight. Y'all pray that I keep my voice to this. There are folks sitting here tonight. Amen. There goes the fireworks already. They're getting a jump on us. Hurry up, preacher. Jump on us, hallelujah. We'll catch up. Some of us are so certain here tonight that we're going to lose the race. Amen. That we've just quit running. Hallelujah. Some of you are so convinced that you're going to lose the race that you've done just thrown in the towel and quit running. 
Amen. You're no longer on the track. You're sitting on the sidelines. Hallelujah. You're sitting in the bleachers. Amen. Just watching everybody else run. Hallelujah. Amen. But I'm telling you, in 2020, you got to get down out of those bleachers. Amen. You got to put your running shoes back on. Amen. You got to get on the track and you got to get back in the race. Amen. If you're going to win the race. Hallelujah. If you're going to be a part of the church. Amen. That takes home the incorruptible crown. Amen. Look at somebody and say, I'm getting back in the race. Hallelujah. Amen. You quit trying. You got to try again. Amen. You quit striving. You got to strive again. Hallelujah. We've got to get out. Amen. We got to get that. Amen. Losing attitude. Amen. Uh, we got to get that mindset out of us here tonight. Amen. This is the last chance that I've got to preach to you in 2019. Hallelujah. Amen. And I want to do my best to get that mindset out of you. Amen. You're not a loser. Amen. You might have gotten discouraged and you might have went to the sidelines for a little while. Hallelujah. Amen. But I want you to be encouraged tonight. Amen. To get back in this race. Hallelujah. Amen. Striving for the mastery. Amen. You or uh, we tonight, amen, including myself, we tonight, amen, we cannot take uncertainty into the new year. Amen. We cannot, we cannot allow doubt, amen, to, 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 to latch on to us, amen, and us take doubt into 2020. Hallelujah. Amen. It's time to get rid of the doubt. It's time to, get, time to get rid, amen, of the uncertainty, amen, and develop some confidence, amen, in ourselves and some confidence in God, amen, and run this race with confidence. Amen. It's time some of us put on our big boy britches. Amen. And laced up our work boots and started trying again. I started to say big boy panties, but boys don't wear panties. So I had to say big boy britches. <laughs> I'll ask forgiveness before the new year comes. Hallelujah. Verse 26 says, Not as one that beateth the air. Not as one. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I. Not as one that beateth the air. Where did Paul get that analogy at? Where did Paul come up with this? This running. Where did he come up with this fighting? Amen. Where, where had he seen that? Amen. Where, has he, where had he seen these events take place? Where has he, where has he seen men fighting? Where has he seen men running? Hallelujah. Well, I can say this about the Apostle Paul. He hadn't always been in church. Amen. He wasn't always filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. He wasn't always baptized in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm sure that he had seen some boxing matches. Amen. Before being that the Grecian Olympics had already been around for over 700 years. Amen. Before the Apostle Paul came along. Hallelujah. So the Grecians, Greece, amen, had been participating in, amen, the Olympic sports, amen, for over 700 years before Paul ever came along. Hallelujah. 
So I'm sure that, amen, at some point in his life, amen, Paul had seen, amen, he had seen men go out into an arena, amen, and just beat the air. Hallelujah. I've asked Bryce to be my little, I hope I got the right guy. If I got the right guy here tonight, huh? Amen. I need him to, hallelujah, to give us a, a good example tonight. Praise God. Maybe one that will last for 10, 10, 12 minutes. Hallelujah. I want you to pretend that you're a boxer, and I want you to start boxing. I know there ain't, hey, that ain't how a boxer act. Come on, buddy, let's get with it. Hallelujah. Yeah, there you go. Now you got to swing some, we got to, hey, hey, man, you're the boxer. Hey, man, you got to swing some punches. Come on, there you go. Do it. Hallelujah. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Hallelujah. Oh, no, you can't quit. You're in the ring. Amen, you're in the ring. I said about 10 to 12 minutes of that, praise God. Not as one that beateth the air, hallelujah. Amen, now, Paul had seen men go into the arena. And Paul had seen men beat the air, hallelujah. Amen, Google says that today, today, amen, 2019, a pro boxing match lasts, amen, for 12 rounds, Three minutes each round. Hallelujah. That is a pro boxing match today. Twelve rounds, three minutes a round. Back in the 70s, when I was a teenager, amen, the professionals back then, they boxed for 15 rounds, amen, three minutes each round back in the 70s. Back in 1893, back before, amen, they put all the rules and regulations on boxing, Amen. The longest boxing match lasted for 110 rounds and seven hours. Longest boxing match, amen, in the history of boxing was 110 rounds, seven hours long. Hallelujah. Amen. But today we've got 12, uh, 12 round matches. Hallelujah. Which total up to 36 minutes of actual fighting. And you may say, well, that ain't nothing. Come on, Brian. Bryce. It ain't nothing, man. You ain't, you ain't got through round one yet. I ain't been up here three minutes. You got 11 more rounds, 11 and a half more rounds to go. Hallelujah. Amen. You can say, amen, 12 rounds at three minutes each round. 36 minutes. Man, I can get in there and box with anybody for 36 minutes. Let me tell you something. I can't wrestle with my grandkids for five minutes on the living room floor without having to get up and take a breather. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm beyond my prime. Hallelujah. Hey Amen. If you want to fight with me, you just might as well get ready to get a ball bat upside your head because I ain't fighting with you. Amen. I'm bringing the ball back. I'm going to end the fight as soon as I can because, hey, amen, I can't go. Amen. Twelve, three-minute rounds. Hallelujah. It's said and done. I'm past my prime. Hallelujah. But in that process of 36 minutes, a fighter can swing hundreds of times at his opponent. And sadly to say, most of those punches are harmless, and most of those punches will miss the mark. Wasted energy. 
Wasted swings, wasted punches, hallelujah. Most of them missing the mark. Most of them just harmless, hallelujah, to the opponent, hallelujah. There's only a small percentage, amen, that actually land and hit the target, hallelujah. Most, so most fighters, amen, even today, spend more of their time beating the air than they do beating the opponent. Ah. Many of them will wear themselves out beating the air. You doing all right, buddy? You need a drink of water? <laughs> Hallelujah. Why did Paul use that analogy? This guy's going to wear himself out, and I'm going to be able to walk down there in about 12 minutes and bop him upside the head and just knock him out. He, he ain't going to be able to fight. Hallelujah. But after wearing himself out, one well-placed hit from a skilled fighter, amen, can often put them down, praise God, when they spend all their time beating the air. Why did Paul use that analogy? Amen, because that's what he saw happening in the church. Amen. Why did he use that analogy? Because that's what he saw happening in the church. Amen. He saw saints of God, amen, that were simply going through the motion, amen, just beating the air, amen, not causing any harm or any damage to, amen, their opponent, the devil. Hallelujah. Amen. Just beating the air. Hallelujah. Amen. And while they're beating the air, they're getting worn down and tired. Can I say tonight that I, I see the same things happening today, amen, in 2019, hallelujah, amen. We see the same things today, people just beating the air, hallelujah. We're just so afraid of, some of us are just so afraid of the devil, so afraid of losing, so we just go out into the arena of life just flailing away. Just flailing away in every direction. Hallelujah. Just, amen. Not really having a target. Just flailing away. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. But hitting nothing. Hallelujah. Amen. I know that sometimes it seems like the devil is hitting us from all directions. So we fight back with the same strategy in swinging in all directions. Hallelujah. Hopefully in 2020 we're going to stop that. Amen. Hopefully in 2020, amen, we as a church are going to stop beating the air. Hallelujah. Amen. Hopefully in 2020, amen, we're going to learn how to fight the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. I got to hurry here. Amen. A well-trained fighter will pace himself and not wear himself down. Amen. I was recently in prayer here at the church, and the Spirit of God spoke to me directly. Amen. It wasn't for you. It was for me. Hallelujah. He, the Spirit of God spoke to me. Amen. While I was leaning over those two chairs right there. Hallelujah. Loud and clear, God said, pace yourself. I don't know why he told me that. Amen. I don't fully understand it. Praise God. I, I don't know if it was for health reasons or it was for simply, amen, the age that I'm getting to. Amen. But God said, pace yourself. Hallelujah. So I'm trying to find ways to pace myself. Hallelujah. Amen. And we need to do the same thing as a church. Amen. A, a, a well-trained fighter 
amen, he's learned that by striving for the mastery, he will end up having the upper hand in the fight. Hallelujah. Amen. He can gain the upper hand. Amen. If he has a mindset of striving for the mastery. Hallelujah. Amen. He practices self-restraint. A well-trained fighter don't just beat the air. We got a rookie over here. Well-trained fighter practices self-restraint and only swings when the target is available. Amen. A well-trained fighter has confidence in his skills. A well-trained fighter, uh, fighter has confidence in his trainer. I wonder tonight, hallelujah, how many of us really have confidence, amen, in the God that we say that we serve tonight, hallelujah. If we've got confidence in him, amen, we need to have confidence in ourselves tonight. Hallelujah. I got to hurry. Praise God. I want to go ahead and just jump ahead because I ain't going to have time to cover all this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, do something very, very, very out of the ordinary. I'm going to show a clip on the screen tonight of a, of a little YouTube thing that I found. I, 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 somebody told me about a fighter. Amen. I got interested in this fighter and the testimony, amen, of this fighter. So I looked him up on Google and there he was. Amen. This guy is known as the untouchable. Praise God. He, he, he was a guy that fought back in the late 60s and early 70s. Amen. He had like 137 wins and only four losses. Hallelujah. He was quite a boxer. Praise God. But he was named or known as the untouchable. Praise God. Sis, would you put that little clip up there? Praise God. If you get mad at me for this, then me or you won't just have to get over it. His name, hallelujah, is Nicole, Nicolino, Nicolino, look. Lachi. He had 136 fights and only four losses, and he is known as the untouchable. Praise God. I want you to notice his boxing style. He's the guy in the white shorts. This is going to last a couple of minutes, maybe three. Watch him. Watch him close. This is for a world championship boxing match. <laughs> What's he doing? He's ducking and weaving, right? Hallelujah, man, this guy's learned how to duck and weave. Hallelujah, he's learned how to avoid the punches of the opponent. in trouble for this. Ducking and weaving. Ducking and weaving. He wins that fight, by the way. What'd you quit for? I didn't tell you quit. Keep on punching. Watch this guy. This is for a world, another world title fight. Ducking and weaving. Ducking and weaving. Ducking and weaving. I don't know what to call it. That's what I call it, ducking and weaving. Hallelujah.
want you to understand something about this dude here. He didn't learn this on the street. Amen. This talent didn't come to him, amen, just by chance. Hallelujah. Now he fights back when the opponent has already worn himself out. Hallelujah. The other guy has been beaten there, amen, for a long time now. Hallelujah. He's worn himself out, amen, just beating the air. Now LaRoche here, hallelujah, is going to finish him off. The guy's going to go to his corner, and he's not going to be able to get up and continue the fight. Hallelujah. Amen. Nicoloni Loche, hallelujah, the untouchable, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. So he was abducted into the, amen, whatever professional boxing, amen, whatever they call it, in 2003. Quite a fighter, right? Amen. Hallelujah. He learned how to duck. And he learned how to pace himself. And he learned how to throw punches at the right time. Amen. To win the fight. You know what you and I need to do tonight? Amen. We need to pray tonight that God would let us be. Amen. Like this guy is. We need to learn when to duck. We need to learn when to weave. Amen. We need to learn how to stay in the fight for the long haul. Amen. And we need to learn how to deliver a punch. Amen. When that punch, amen, will do the most damage. Hallelujah. I want to punch the devil in the face in 2020. Amen. I want to be able to punch the devil in the face 2020. Amen. Every chance that I get. But I can only do that. Amen. Amen. If I pace myself. If I learn how to get in the ring and duck and weave. And wait on my opportunity to bust him in the nose. Hallelujah. I know it's a little silly. I know it's a little weird. I know we're right now we need to stand and make our way to the front of the church. Amen. Paul said, I have fought a good fight. Amen. I have fought a good fight. Let me tell you something. The only good fight there is is a fight that you win. Hallelujah. That guy, amen, was a world champion. Hallelujah. You know why? Because he learned how to fight. Hallelujah. Amen. He learned how to get in the ring and he learned how to fight. He learned how to throw punches at the right time. He learned how to beat his opponents. Amen. Hallelujah. By not doing what this little turkey's doing. He's just beating the air. Amen. Let's stand tonight. I got a whole lot more I can say. Time's running out. I got about four or five minutes here. Amen. To get us all up here around the front of the church. I wouldn't we'd just line up across the front of the church, men and women. Amen. Let's just lay our hands on one another's shoulders and let's pray this new year in. It's 11.55 right now. Praise God. I want you to pray. Here's, how I want you, here's one thing I want you to add to your prayer tonight. Amen. I want you to pray that God, God, I want you to make me into a better fighter. God, I want to be trained. I am striving for the mastery. Hallelujah. I'm tired of getting... I'm tired of getting beat on. I'm tired of getting beat down. I'm tired of getting whipped up on by the devil. Hallelujah. God, I got to be a better fighter in 2020 than I was in 2019. God, I got to be a better runner. I got to get back in the race. I got to be a part of that church that wins that incorruptible crown. I got to win some battles. I got to win some fights. Hallelujah. Everybody just make your way on up closer. Oh, God, come on, brother, and lay your hands on one another's shoulders. Pray with one another. 
God, make this body of men better fighters. Hallelujah. God, make these women, amen, on this side over here, God. Hallelujah. Make them spiritual fighters, spiritual champions, God. Hallelujah. God, it's our intention, amen, to win the, ba- win the battle. Amen. To win the fight. Amen. To win the ultimately, amen, to win the war. Hallelujah. God, I want to win the war, God. Not just the battle. I, I want to win every battle that I go into. And God, I can win those battles, God, if I have confidence in you. And God, if I have confidence in myself. Lord, you're my trainer. And Lord, you're training me. Hallelujah. Be a good boxer. Hallelujah. Not just to be some saint of God. Amen. Sitting around the house of God just beating the air. Hallelujah. God, I want to to know who my opponent is. God, I want to be able to go into that ring with the confidence, hallelujah, in 2020, amen, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat him down, hallelujah, that I'm going to win this fight, that I'm going to win, amen, this battle, hallelujah. Oh, God, and if he, if he comes around next week, amen, I'm going to get right back in the ring with him again, and God, I'm going to fight him again, hallelujah, and God, I'm going to give it everything I got, I'm going to give it everything I got, hallelujah, to be a champion. Amen. Be a champion. Hallelujah. I want to be a champion, God. In 2020, God, I want to be a good fighter, God. I want to be a champion, God. I want to win. I'm tired of losing, God. I'm tired of losing, God. Hallelujah. God, I want to win. God, I pray, Lord, that you give victory. God, I pray tonight, God, anybody here, if there is anybody among us tonight that feels defeated, God, if there's anybody among us tonight that feels downtrodden and, amen, discouraged tonight, God, without the energy, amen, and the strength to go on, God, I pray right now, God, Lord, that you would touch this congregation in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, I pray tonight, God, that every one of us in here, amen, will strive for the mastery, God. God, that we'll put forth the effort, God, that we'll, amen, make up our mind, God, that we're going to get better at what we're doing, that we're going to be a better fighter, that we're going to be a better contender. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God, come on, saints of God, pray tonight. Let's pray this new year in. Hallelujah. God bless our praise tabernacle, God, in 2020. God bless the visitors that are here tonight, God. Hallelujah. Lord, amen, wherever they're from, wherever they go to church, God, I pray, God, that you would grant them victory, God, in 2020. Oh, God, we don't have to be beaten down. We don't have to be, amen, defeated tonight, God. Hallelujah. Lord, we can stand on our own two feet, God. We can fight our own battles, God, because you're training us. You're telling us tonight, God. You're telling us tonight, God. Amen. To quit beating the air. Hallelujah. And start scoring some points. Amen. By hitting the target tonight. Hallelujah. By scoring. Amen. The points tonight. Hallelujah. By hitting that target tonight in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, come on, everybody. Lift your hands to the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to the Lord tonight and let's praise Him. Amen for His goodness. Let's praise Him. Amen for His mercy tonight. 
Let's praise Him for His goodness. Oh, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God. Thank you tonight, God, for loving us. Thank you, God, tonight, Lord, for taking your time with us to train us, to show us, hallelujah, that we can win the battle, that we can win the fight, that we can win the war. Hallelujah, God, for those things tonight, God, and for the confidence, God, that we're going to walk out of this service with tonight. We give you all praise. We give you all honor. We give you all glory tonight, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight. Somebody shout glory. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout thank you, Jesus. You're the same yesterday. Amen. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. 2020 is here. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Amen. For a brand new year in living for God and serving God. This is from Peggy and Gina. It says, their theme for 20 and 20 is sink with the devil or swim with Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Amen. I'm going to swim with Jesus. How about you? Amen. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep putting forth that effort. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for coming tonight again. I guess those guys are going to go out into the parking lot and get everything ready. Amen. If you would, just... Can y'all send word in here when y'all are ready for us to come out? We're gonna, they're going to get it ready. We're going to go out in just a few minutes and see the fireworks. Then we're going to go into the fellowship hall and enjoy some, some desserts, some hors d'oeuvres, and some... Uh...